Shalom Aleichem, yesterday we began the sixth chapter in Erevin, a change of pace back to actually making an Erev in your Hatzer, making a combination so people can carry in their courtyard on the Sabbath. Uh, and we're talking about people who don't necessarily believe in Erev, living together with people who do want to set up an Erev and the friction that causes. So we're here in chapter six, Mishnah Bet, Amar Rebben Gamliel. Gamaliel shared, There was a Sadducee, a Tzaduki living, He lived in the same Mavui, the same alleyway in Yerushalayim. Now, as a quick reminder, the Sadducees, or Tzadukim, were Jews who rejected the oral law and rabbinic law, and they said, we're just going to stick to the Torah Shabbat and that's it, similar to the Kutim. However, our sages reveal that Really, their agenda was to have Jews stray from Judaism completely. And they said, well, the Jews will never abandon the Torah Shabbat But if we get them to, to abandon the Torah Shabbat and the rabbinic law, then their connection to learning Torah will be weakened. They won't respect people who learn Torah, and they'll come to, to disengage from Torah as a whole. So Tzadok was actually, uh, Mepharshim explained, he was a student of Antignos Ish Soho. And he's the famous Antignos uh, in the third Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, chapter 1. And famously, He said, don't serve the master on condition to receive a reward. He's talking about serving Hashem, not for ulterior, ulterior motives. But Tzadok and another student, Baitus, they took that to mean there is no reward and there is no you know, eternal reward or, you know, justice for the for righteousness. And they kind of set out to sort of undermine Torah Shabal Pei and Torah generally. So these Tzadukim didn't believe in Erev. So back to the Mishnah. And our father told us, Go and take everything you need out to the Mavli before the Tzaduki takes his stuff into the Mavli and makes it Aser. So what they did halachically was they rented the property rights in the Mavui. The Mavui is the shared alleyway. It's shared from a number of courtyards and apartments. So they rented the rights of the Tzaduki, his rights to use the Mavui. So then the regular Jews could use the Mavui, assuming they made a shito, if they made an Eruv over there, they could all share ownership of it and use it on Shabbat. However, if the Tzaduki would bring his stuff back into the Mavui, you know, go park his donkey there or his barrels or whatever, then he would be reclaiming his property rights. So the, so the believing Jews had to bring their stuff in the Mavui first to stake their claim. Rabbi Huda recounts the story of Rabban Gamliel with different wording. He says that his father told him, Go and do whatever you need in the alleyway. Before the Tzaduki brings his stuff in the Mavui and makes use of it and reclaims his property rights to use the Mavui because once he's done so, we can't carry there anymore on Shabbos. So the background here is that according to the first version of Gamaliel's story, that Tzaduki was halachically still like a regular Jew and he could be mevatel his property rights. He could waive his property rights in the Mavui but he could also reclaim them if he parked his stuff there. But according to Yehuda's version, the Tzaduki was not treated like a Jew. You know, he's, he's uh, apikoros at best, and uh, was treated halakhically regarding, regarding Eruv and Mavui like a non-Jew. 
So he couldn't renounce his property rights. So what the father was telling Rabbi Gamliel was do whatever you need to do in the Mavui before Shabbos comes in, because once it comes in, he has a right to use the Mavui that he cannot waive to us because he does not have the halachic status to allow that. Great, let's go on to Mishnah Gimel. Anshei Chatzir, the people of a Chatzir. Sheshachach echad mehen velo arev. Or Erav, he didn't join in the Erev. One of them forgot. You have more than one family living in a shared courtyard. We're going to see three or four families are sharing a courtyard. So they want to make an Erev together. They chip in. They all get a box of matzah or a barrel of wine. They put it in one of the houses in the courtyard, and they're sharing. But one family forgot to contribute and join that Erev. So what happens? Beito Osir, His private house is forbidden to move things in and out of that house into the Hatzer, for him personally, and for the other people. It's considered not part of the Eruv. It's as if it's outside the Eruv because he did not join in. Veshelahen uh, and their houses, the other people who did participate, mutarin lovelahem, their mutter for the people who live there to carry things in and out, and for him, he's considered a guest of the other people. By the way, the, the box of matzah and the aguda, which is the Eruv for Baltimore, was uh, I was told that it was given over to everybody who lives in or visits Baltimore, so don't worry too much about chipping in. Of course, donations always help for the Eruv. The mission continues, not new low rishus. If the other people gave up their property rights, they waived their property rights to the family that forgot to join the Eruv. Who mutter and asurin? Now, he can carry things in and out because it's as if everything belongs to him, but they can't carry things in and out into the courtyard. But what if two families forgot to join into the Eruv, and there are other families who did join the Eruv? So Osrin Zeelze, they make it usur one on another. So the people who join the Eruv are okay, but these people who forgot, even if they waive their property rights to the other, they still can't carry in and out because they don't have the general property rights from everyone else. The Mishnah concludes with a general rule here, She'echad notin reshut v'noto reshut. An individual can both give um, property rights and accept property rights. So if one person forgot, then he can give up his own rights in the Chatzar, and then everyone else can carry in and out of his house and everywhere in the Chatzar. Or everyone else can give him the rights, in which case he can carry things in and out of the Chatzar, but they cannot because multiple people, the public, can't be guests of one person, whereas he could be their guest, so it makes sense. But the mission concludes, Shnaim, two people could give up their property rights. So the two people who, who forgot could waive their rights in the Chatzar to everyone else and allow them to carry the Notlin Rishus. But two separate people can't take the property rights from everyone else. The Gemara explains, even if they would later give them one to another, it doesn't solve the problem. So the moral of the story is, when you're in such a situation, remember to chip in and join the Eruv, which is a great reminder for all of us to support the work that the Baltimore Eruv does in keeping us carrying on Shabbos.